When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media, Gig Bomb and Smithy Marie. Broadcasting from a sexy, steamy, beautiful studio city and a very much uh, humid, like it's some sort of East Coast town uh, studio city. This is The Knapsack Files presents The Night is Dark Special Edition number two. We, of course, did The Night is Dark Special Edition one with Rachel Cushing and Zach Grafton. This is a follow-up, of course, to the show that we did uh, all this year with Tiffany Smith, Maude Garrett, and uh, a fourth member joined late in the season, Michelle Boyd, and she is here now. Now, coming yeah. to you from Dagobah today. <laughs> from Holy Dagobah. crap! It's yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Now you're from the East Coast, though. I'm from everywhere. From I am everyone? a Navy brat, but I'm oh, from everywhere gotcha. with a dry heat. <laughs> a dry heat is the best heat. And it is this not is the heat today. Not oh been the heat. I feel like uh, you say Dagobah, but I'm trying to. Uh, I guess. I guess we can't say Dorn. No, D- would... Dorn is a desert. I thought so... about, you know what's sad? I actually thought about that on the way over. Like, what would you compare would this to? We don't have any we sort of really swamp know. of sadness. There's no, there's no comparison. Valeria. Thus far. Unless you want to talk about where like Mira and Jojen come from. But that's cold. But that's north. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when you there's look, no swamps. When you look at Valeria as portrayed on the show this year, I could see there being some humidity there. A little bit, little but bit. I don't. I it's, don't think of it as a typically hot no, place. It's Although lush. it would make sense because dragons, yeah, heat. Right. That would make sense. But I, when that's they sailed in, it still seemed to me, and maybe it was because of the stone men. So maybe that seemed like armor, kind of coldness. Maybe, maybe it still seemed to me, and Cold. all the mist still seemed a little but bit that, chilly. That's why I vote for it as humidity because it's south. It's very south. But it was a blue tone scene. I'm going with that. It makes no sense. It has no Which, basis in reality whatsoever, but I'm going with it. cannot tell already, this is why uh, <laughs> Michelle Boyd has fastly become one of my favorite people to talk Game of Thrones with, because you could pick up on the, 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 the weather in shots on the show. Um, of course, Michelle is, a, is an actor, a Jedi, a ninja, and all those wonderful things in this town. But most importantly, you are a very knowledgeable, very passionate fan of A Song of Ice and Fire and Game of Thrones. And I could not think of anyone more perfect to join us for this special edition of The Night is Dark, uh, breaking down, well, we don't need to really break down season five. I do want to get some of your thoughts on it. We we watched it side by side for some very key moments this year, uh, but also I want to look forward to season six with you. Uh, and uh, you and I both got to attend the Hall H panel at Comic-Con using our secret password we to get did. in. We did. We did. No, there's no secret password. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't exist. No, there's, It's not no, a real thing. No, no. Uh, not mm, at all. No. But uh, we, uh, we got to catch that panel and all that good stuff but anyways uh first thing i want to know about you you and i haven't had a really good chance to talk about this is when did you first dive into these books because i came late i came after the show uh i i'm a little bit of a poser in that regard but when did you start 
That's a really good question, actually, because it's been so long since the first so books been, came out. Ninety yeah, six. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know what? Okay, I actually wow, I owe this ex boyfriend a lot. So, <laughs> not only did he get me into World of Warcraft, yeah, uh, he was the one that I stole his Song of Ice and Fire books from his bookshelf. Wow, I owe him an apology. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nick, if you're listening, I am. I am sorry. Um, but Nick, I you totally did good. Stole all of these things from you. <laughs> yes, he uh, he had them on his bookshelf, and I I've read fantasy mm-hmm. before, a lot of like a uh, sort of Shannara and mm-hmm. oh God, all sorts of stuff, Dragon Riders of Pern, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, he had this, and I just kind of got into it, and especially right from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. um, you really got into the characters, and I just I ate them up until then. I did leave. Uh, I was eagerly awaiting Dance with Dragons, yeah. as was everybody. Yeah. Um, um, but I was pretty well as caught up in the books as you could be once the show started. Interesting. And, and I, I envy you in one way, but I'm also glad I got to experience the show with no knowledge of it. I had heard of this yeah. series. When did you start reading the books? After season one. A lot of people did that. Yeah. And I held That's off. That's how I had to do Lord of the Rings, to be honest. I, I tried reading the Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah. I could not get out of the Shire until the right. first movie had come out, and then I was able to go back and actually read the books because I was like, "There's too many characters." Especially, if, especially if you're younger too. Like if you're reading The Hobbit or something, that's some that's, that's big narrative. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's big narrative. You know, yeah. and I was a big reader as a kid uh, from second grade on. I was oh, yeah. reading books at you know, uh, you know, four or five grades up for me. But uh, I, 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 as big as a reader I was, I just I knew of, of, of Ice and Fire. I just didn't know. I don't know, and I heard some people at work talking about it. I'm like, I don't know. I'll stick to Star Wars. <laughs> Show came out. I was blown away. Within five seconds, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. That, that opening scene north of the wall, and the first time you see a White Walker, I just, what am I watching? I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. But I didn't want to read the books because I, I didn't want to know, know anything. And then when that when Ned Stark happens, I'm like, I definitely don't want to know anything. And it was my friend Megan Finley who said, uh, Hey, a hole, you got to read these. <laughs> And it's going to be really difficult for people moving forward, I feel like, because I know there are people who are like, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until the books come out. And I'm just going to yeah. watch the stuff. I mean, it's noble. Good for you. I don't think it's realistic. No. There's no way you can avoid being spoiled. At this point. There just yeah. isn't. It's not with all much. of the Yeah, with the, all the articles on the internet and yeah. your friends and TV, everything. I was fortunate to not know anything about the Ned Stark thing. And by the way, mm. this episode of Ned Stark, if you haven't figured it out, is very spoiler heavy. Whether it be show, books, graphic novels, maps, whatever. It's very spoiler heavy. So if you don't want to be spoiled, go ahead and come on back. Um, I have no problem with that. But we are going to talk freely. Michelle and I are going to talk freely about anything in the books and series and maps because I have all my maps out today. This is your first and only and official warning. That's ever. it. That's I, it. I, I, won't, I have no guilt on my soul if, if, if no. you're spoiled by anything. But you. so I, I was pure going into that show yeah so when that happened i sat in uh uh bed i was in uh, uh what's now an ex-girlfriend's house I was house sitting and i was there by myself with, with a little wiener dog <laughs> and with my head in my hands for 10 minutes after ned dies going yes. no no yeah. like no. really yeah i'm uh, i'm currently watching it with my with my current boyfriend yeah. and, and he, uh, does he not know he knows nothing get out he here. knows nothing he he's not an actor he's not in the entertainment <laughs> biz he knows nothing about what's happening and we so just huge. finished season one and he literally when it happened he turned to me and he goes but he's not really dead right the like he's important I just I, went. I kind of, oh. Wow! I envy you again. Like I, I, I'm, you get to go on that journey. It. I'm you so get to go excited. On that journey. I actually start. I, I tried because I, I wanted to go back because I was like, uh, I, I wanted to revisit this land. I wanted to watch the shows yeah. again, and I started to go back, and I'm like, no, I want, I want to wait. 
I want to watch this again with someone who's never seen it. It's so awesome. That's that. uh, I'd I'd like to experience that again. It's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm gonna go on a uh, online dating profile that just for (laughs) non Game of Thrones. You must not have seen Game of Thrones. Must not have seen Game of Thrones. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into season five first. Let's take a look back. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I don't want to spend too much time on it. It has been done to death at this point. It has. I mean, when was the finale? Like a month ago. Month ago now. Month ago now. Okay, so it's Um, been analyzed. It's been talked about. But it is. I do want to bit. get your feelings a little bit about this season moving past the books in many areas. In other areas, mm-hmm. it didn't. We're very, very not past the books in some storylines. Um, some storylines may never exist. But, <laughs> but overall, how did you feel as a veteran book reader that how this season was handled? Well, I think the showrunners had a very difficult task with mm-hmm. this season because, uh, you know, as the books progress, they get very bogged down. There's a lot of extraneous characters. There's a lot of extraneous details and plot points and possibly fake out plots and all these things. And they have to kind of distill that down to not only what's going to be kind of a coherent through line, but also Mm -hmm. what's going to work on TV. So therefore you eliminate Jane Poole, you bring in Sansa, you, you all sorts of, you don't, uh, you don't send anyone to Dorne and you replace, uh, uh, Darks, you replace Darkstar and freaking, uh, Balon Swan with Jamie and Braun for whatever reason you know all these things yeah so no arian martel none of that stuff none of that which um, you kind of replace arian martel with a little bit a little bit but uh you kind of merge their characters do but, you feel do you feel the dornish plan was touched upon at all does it exist no, it was not that i don't huh? think i looked for it the, right. you, you mean the quentin thing right the quentin thing and just all that stuff tied to all the of it plan. no i re- i was looking for it and i really didn't see any hint of it and i feel yeah. like if that was going to be a plot point moving forward they would have done something with it with yes. doran at least he would have yeah. mentioned something to area hota something mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it hasn't been mentioned at all means I, to me that I think they're just going to do away with it altogether. Um, yeah. That's not to say that I, you know, we talked a little bit about this before the podcast, that some of the stuff that Quentin does, I think, is going to come into play, um, you know, with the dragons. Right. But for that character himself, no, I, I don't I don't see it really happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had a lot of sympathy for the showrunners, as, I, as I do. do I. I and do. and they, they, they accomplished some amazing things. I keep saying you'll look back on season five later and go, it was better than I thought it was while I was watching it. Yeah, I think I a lot so. was, Yeah, a lot was accomplished with it. Things I don't agree with, but things I have to accept. I, mm-hmm. I still, to this day, cannot accept Mance Raider as dead. No, I'm not happy with that at all. Barristan Selmy, I can accept a little bit. I am unhappy about that. I, believe me, he's one of my guys. To but... keep on. Well, you know, they, they killed him so they could bring in Varys. That's yes. really what they were doing. Yes. Um, you know, because Varys isn't in that at all. We'll get into that. Yeah. But um, honestly, as far as season five overall, mm-hmm. I think there's stuff they could have done better. I think it was really plotting in points. And then yes. at the end of the season, the last like few episodes, you know, with Hardholm being the exception, mm-hmm. felt really rushed. Yep. Um, they kind of like sped past some stuff and you were just left with all of these like just headshots at the end in the finale where you were <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? Right. So I, I think it could have been done a little better, but, you know, not really seeing the end game myself, it's hard for me to judge at this point. We don't know. I mean, when things happen or don't happen, we, we those book readers, and, and I, I, again, I use that term loosely with myself. I come late to the party, but as you can see, my, my, book by, my map, by my map books. I wish you guys could see this. He has, yeah. like, the iPad with the app. He's got the Game of Thrones pop-up book. He's got the George R. R. Martin Lands of Ice and Fire five inches uh, uh-huh. thick book. 
Uh-huh. I'm very jealous all. right now, and I might have to bash him over the head and steal all of You'd these. Be like I'm just the letting hound. him know. You'd be the hound. Little bit, little bit. You know the way of the world. <laughs> um, but anyways, you know, looking back, yeah, there's some things you get disappointed on, but then you kind of look back and go, oh, okay, that's why we, they did that. I hope so. I certainly, I, I have faith so far. I, I know it's, it's got to be a very difficult job to try to pluck mm-hmm. coherence out of Martin's books at this point, because yeah. God, I mean, just looking ahead to season six and looking oh. ahead to Winds of Winter, yeah. you're just, I mean, my brain hurts already. There's, I mean, I always say you have to take notes when you read these books. You do. You literally have to, like, highlight things and, huh. like, go back and study that and this and that. I've been, I'm starting to reread the series. All these damn new Star Wars books are getting in my way <laughs> where I have to do that. Um, but uh, I, I just quit my Star Wars show today, so maybe I have time to read Game of Thrones books. Um, but uh, in reading it the second time, uh, and this is only so how many times have you read the series i mean i've read each book at least twice okay. i'm I, you know I, i'm that type of person where i'll go back and i'll read like sections so i'm not sure how many That's... times i've tried to reread it but, but all told all told at least twice each it's amazing the amount of clarity you get just the second time through yeah uh, i'm just uh, but then other the questions end. come up is the thing right right it's right. like with you know with equal knowledge comes even more <laughs> just bafflement so Absolutely. it's sort of a weird trade-off. Absolutely. So let's dive into season six. We've Woo-hoo! looked back on five. Yay! Um, five was five was great, and five was bad, and Hard Home was awesome, and all that good stuff. Yes. And I still don't know why Jorah has grayscale. But um, whatever. Season six, and what we know from rumors, what we know is here. Let's just start from the top. Whatever wants to hear. Do you think Jon Snow is dead? Let's get this out of the way. Let's get it out of the let's way. Let's get this out of the way. Kit Harrington's hair is still in place. <laughs> Harrington's hair is absolutely still freaking in play it has been seen mm. on set it's i mean it's, yeah that's the whole thing with it being about a month gone and now they're actually getting back to filming uh yeah. for season six is there's all the rumors about people you know being seen on set including kid harrington yeah i mean i was i was the one from the beginning even with that uh, entertainment weekly interview where he was like yes. oh i'm definitely not coming back next definitely season dead. i'm definitely dead i'm like yeah that doesn't mean you're not coming back dude yeah. like we've literally seen people being raised from the dead you literally Literally. Yeah. Literally. You don't have any kind of undead leg to stand on. So I, I think the most likely explanation mm-hmm. with the very heavy handed Melisandre coming back to the wall right. is the Barak Dondarian, you know, yeah. kiss of life type thing. I think that's the most likely explanation they're going to go with for season six. I can't imagine it being anything but that. I yeah. can't imagine them doing a season where he's ghost. Yeah. I cannot imagine that that happens. Uh, Even though they allude to that in the book, and the whole reason that they yes. left that out of the show makes me feel like they're not going in that direction. But he yes. says ghost in the book. He does not say it in the show. That's his I, last I gotta words, feel, right? Exactly. Yes, yes, it is. He just says ghost. And I feel like there's got to be a reason for that. Got to be. And so if they... Even yeah. though Melisandre's not at the wall <laughs> a, in the book, but okay. Yeah, but she returns in a grand she fashion. She does, but it's okay. And you said, like you said, very heavy-handed. But sometimes with Game of Thrones, what you think is obvious and heavy-handed is is, uh, is kind of a MacGuffin or kind of a, a fade. True. Which um, we could go right to Marcella on that one. Okay. It's obvious. Dig but in. possibly could be a MacGuffin. Could be kind of a misleading thing. Yeah. Do you... Here's the thing. I know yes. we talked a little bit about this after the mother's mercy mercy mother mercy you haven't been drinking how's it going we are drinking red breast 12 by the Mm. way kids just uh just to throw that in there we're doing it in style it's a lovely drink Mm -hmm. we're having a little couple couple rocks each it's good yeah um so after the mother's mercy episode um we talked a little bit about this do you think that doran was in on that i think 
I think so. You do? I think so. Because okay. I think they so don't have anything to do. Uh, they're not touching this Dornish plan thing. They're not touching uh, Aegon or fake Aegon. They're not touching on Quinn. You just want Doran to have something actually going on. And that's what. I, and that's why I'm like, okay, otherwise you get a otherwise season. Because otherwise you're just like, oh, God, you've been boring and you've been this wasted. Du- this dude sat in a wheelchair all season long going, oh, I'm a pretty good dude. <laughs> Where I think he could have probably at one point... You know, Alario, I think it was more of an off-camera conversation of, hey, look crazy. I get it. My brother died. I loved him too. Calm your stuff and let's let's do this. I'll need you to do this if you could do this for me. And I think I – think, I don't think she acted on her own, not that she's not capable of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it was part of a bigger thing. It would make sense to me. And as much as I would love that and I want – because first of all, if that's not the case, then yes, I agree that actor is completely being wasted yeah. and that bothers me because he's yeah. Doran. He's – I mean first of he all, the great. actor is amazing. Secondly, it's Doran. He's ruled yeah. Doran for God knows how long. They've you know been able to stay out of fights or choose to go into fights when they want Win to. Win the big ones, yeah. They've been obviously very intelligent. But then here's my question. Yeah. Why put his son on the boat? That's a good question. That's the thing. That's what I can't get around. Why do that? Because you got to That's think, a good question. Jamie's daughter gets killed right in front of him. And you What's going to be his first move? And you give him a captor. A you captive. just right then. All right. Hostage situation. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. I think maybe it's more wishful thinking on my part. Uh, which I totally understand because I yeah. want more from Dorne. I really do. Rather I want so than much just from this... Dorne as an overall Yes. Thing. Oh, but God. Yeah, yeah, completely. yeah. But it's that one's difficult. I, you know, I, I do really okay. want more from him. But and that's the thing. You're, do we, you're probably right. Do we think Marcella is even dead? Because that's another. Speaking of casting news and people being seen on set, yeah. the actress who plays Marcella was uh, uh, Niger- the actor. N- uh, 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 Brand uh, took the photo uh, yeah. of him, Tommen, and Marcella. Yeah. it could just be her dead body. Was but it Tiger Nell Free or Nell something, Tiger from, uh, something Isaac, like that. Isaac Wright. Oh, Isaac hey, Hempstead White, and then and then hey, her name is yeah, Tiger Nell Free or something. That's an amazing uh, name. It is. It is such a young, <laughs> such young young actress name. Like she lives in the Oakwood Apartments, and she's got a, a couple, pilot next to A couple Tuesday. years younger, she would have been named Katniss. It's fine. <laughs> Exactly, her Aria. Primrose. Uh, (laughs) Primrose, Aria, Katniss, Leia. Tris. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, She has been seen on set, so she. I don't think she's dead. I'm not sure. I I don't. Because she's. This is one of the things where I say she's not dead in the books. She's kind of deformed or cut or injured in the books. She got her ear sliced off. Right. uh, In the attempt to kidnap her. So she's still very much alive. And I think. Very much so. Sometimes, look, you you can take out Mance and Barristan and you can go, hey, George had plans for them, but they ended up here anyways. Mm. Um, I still still think there's a plan for Marcella. I think it's important that she's alive. So to just have. It was a great scene and a great moment. Jamie Lannister finally gets to be a father for 10 seconds, um, and the magically blood starts coming out of her nose. Um, I just I just think there's still a purpose to that character. I might be wrong. I want to hope so, again. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I do think, actually, that's why I accepted her death when they were on the way back, was because I didn't really see a purpose for her any longer. Because even okay. without Marcella, Tristane mm-hmm. still has a seat on the small council. So he's right. already there representing Dorne. Why do you even need Marcella at all? Um, without the whole, without because yeah. part of the subplot of Dorne was that they were going to put Marcella on the throne as queen. Yes. People had different uh, reasons for doing that, but that was always the end game. Yeah. So you know, for whatever reason, so it, with without her now, or even like with her going back to um, to King's Landing, 
I don't think that can really be the plan anymore because how are you going to orchestrate that from Dorn? Right. You know, it was right. one thing when she was there, but so I don't know. I, I I'd like to think she's not dead because that would be interesting. But I'll but. tell you what, we just here now <laughs> are putting more intrigue into Dorn than they had the entire season. Because we <laughs> have is, hope. We have hope. We have hope. We still have hope for the And Sand that's Snakes. the curse of every Song of Ice and Fire reader yeah, ever. Absolutely. Is hope. Especially oh. the Sand Snakes. I mean, I don't want to belabor the oh, point uh, of, of, no, of how bad. No, please belabor it. I was so sad yeah. about that. And sad, sad and disappointed were the yes. right words. Last year at Comic-Con, we get the casting announcement in a video, and it was these girls as the Sand Snakes. And I think all of us were like, the book, the bookies were like, yes, the Sand Snakes are coming. One of my friends, Paul, he... he, he Called me, he's like, who who are these girls? I'm like, dude, the sand snakes are coming. The freaking it's sand awesome. snakes. They're the Everyone Obrin's, was excited for yeah, those. Obrin's daughters. And we got a nice pair of boobs and a game of patty cake. That was it. That was it. Literally it. And that was bad, it. And bad pussy. <laughs> the oh, worst if line. you'd forgotten. Oh, <laughs> God. Which means, by the way, Hashtag. I'm going to be really upset, but I feel like they're leaning towards this of like bringing her back and like mm-hmm. having a whole thing with her and Braun. Uh, and I'm like, no, yeah. can we just never see them again? No, we I would don't be need totally that. fine with that. I love Jerome Flynn, but I, you know, if you could. I love Braun. If you tell me, and I, yeah, but if you tell me Braun marries, marries no. Lawless and just disappears, I don't think it'll happen on the show. Oh, They'll marries find, Lawless? Yeah. Oh, I, no. I think there's too much support for him as a character as, I absolutely but if that ha- did happen I'd be okay with it as opposed yeah. to having a sand snake romance I think the reason I think the whole point that bleh, I think mm-hmm. the whole thing that they haven't done it up till now means that he's going to continue to be a fairly not important character but at least and, kind of in and we there. got to see him kind of leave Lawless anyways yeah because in the book he's married Lawless and he's just right. out of there right so, done he's yeah. done so the fact that they even brought him in to go alongside Jamie to the weird Dorn plot yeah. uh, means to me that they're going to kind of keep him around which as a sidebar is one of the things I do love we, we a lot of people myself at times in, included rail on the showrunners for some of the changes they make but some of the changes are for the better Varys showed up even yes. for two minutes this season because they decided to make that change and I'm totally Braun, okay with yeah, it yeah Braun is still around uh, yeah, when I the last day of Comic Con I was leaving and Maisie Williams and Sophie Turner were staying in my hotel and there was this line of fans outside waiting for their autographs and inside in the lobby with with Conneth Hill just watching them but I'd be like can I have full, your can I talk to you Varus mode he just was leaning out the window just watching him and he kind of looks over me and just kind of I gave a hey what's up I'm not the type to go you know but it was it, it was very it was, it was the most awesome moment and no one outside was like recognizing really? that Varus was watching them because it's not he looks any different. No, no, he was full Varys look. <laughs> I just oh, and he was yeah. funny he in was, that panel. He's got a new fan in me. I love that the, man the, now. I almost, I, I don't really go up and talk to people, um, but I he wanted to just say how funny. witty he was in that panel. He did a great yeah. job because up till then, all the love I think has been a lot for Maisie Williams. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, because she's amazing. amazing. Like, don't get me wrong, but him, like Varys, yeah. like, and I'm sorry, the actor's name is Conleth Hill. Conleth Hill. Thank yeah. you. Fantastic in yeah, the panel. He was witty, amazing. smart, like just oh, yeah. he was perfect. He was awesome. And Gwendolyn yeah. Christie, uh, uh, shown in that she panel is my girl well. crush. I love her. Oh, absolutely. And and just uh, tall girls. She favorited my tweet. Did she? I was so happy. Oh, good. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it was just this minor little fan moment. You must be moment. excited for Captain I was Phasma. Psyched. Yeah, Captain oh. Phasma. You're well, I'm excited. excited for Star Wars, well, dude. Absolutely. It's a, Can we it's a just different say? show. Please. Uh, we could do two hours on that. So, um, <laughs> okay. So back, back on it. All right. See. So that's, we, we dealt see. with Dorn. Um, well, let's see. Talking about death. So yeah. we so we talked about death. So we talked about John. Snow, we talked Marcella. about Marcella. Stannis, your manis. Stannis, my manis, who lost some of votes this year. A little bit. 
just burning your daughter alive will do that. Ugh. Pretty sure that's page one in the handbook, man. Yeah, I do not think Stannis Baratheon is dead. I'm pretty sure he is. Okay. You've convinced Partially. me of one thing already. <laughs> wow, it was that easy. Well, well with the Duran Alaria thing, you think you might be right. You, you, mm-hmm. you have a lot of intelligence behind that answer there uh, that I and I lack. Um, tell me why you think Stannis is dead. Um, couple reasons. First of all, there is no sign of him in either any casting, any photos, any yeah. anything, um, which is not really, mm-hmm. you know, evidence of proof is not anything. However, or uh, sorry, mm-hmm. lack of evidence is not proof, proof. of anything. However, um, what is this? That's just my weird Russian neighbor. Uh, oh, hi, weird Russian uh, he's neighbor. He's up above. He'll make some, he'll stomp his way into all my shows. Oh, fantastic. Hi, weird Russian neighbor. What's <laughs> up? Um, also, I do think he doesn't really have as much of a part to play any longer. Mm, um, he's already yeah. had his confrontation at the wall. He's already, yeah. you know, his his army has been kind of decimated at this point by the Boltons, which I was mm-hmm. sort of surprised about, but okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and Melisandre's already abandoned him, kind of taking away his whole Lord of Light thing. Dumped him. So. His wife kills himself on the show. Um, so. In Winds of Winter, we're still getting the Battle Battle of Winterfell. We are. Yeah, that's actually going to be a big deal. There was a yeah. big thing about Winds of Winter being all about the battles, and that was a big one. And that was a big one. The so, Boltons versus the, the Baratheons, so really. So if, if it's a book spoiler that they lose and they lose that bad, because so far we've just got the pink letter. Right, which they haven't touched on at all, and the book but five that could still totally come could, could through. Totally fu- it's come. such a it's such a crazy thing to mm-hmm. have happen, although with yeah. John quote, dead... It's it's what he's Maybe reading. Not. It's what he's reading when he's killed, or, or in the books. Right. Or that's when he's what attacked. drives him to actually bring the yeah. wildling south and yeah. forsaking the oath, and that's what perpetuates the whole you know whole for the thing. watch thing. Um, but the pink letter is such a, I, I mean, for lack of a better term, cool thing. It's a, in and, the book. It's so yeah. just. For those not familiar with the Pink Letter, it is, it is a letter that allegedly uh, Ramsey uh, Bolton, Snow, uh, Ramsey Bolton at this point, sends up saying, hey, I killed your king, a-hole. Uh, I got him. Uh, your false king is dead, and you're false, and you're a poopy pants, and I'm coming for and you're you. You're a bastard, yeah, and yeah. bastard, and bastard, and bastard. bastard, and send the queen, send Shireen, and send Melisandre, yeah. or I will kill and, everybody. And, and also accusing him of, hey, I know you took my queen. Give her yes, back. give her back. Uh, which would be the fake Arya. Uh, right. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff to it, and John's kind of reading it, mulling over. The wildlings come back, and then boom, the whole thing. They're, they're torturing one one, and, and then he's killed, allegedly. Right? I'd be sad if they didn't do the pink letter, but I don't know if it really has a place so anymore my, with John being quote-unquote dead. Well, and so, my question to you then with Stannis is, is this yes. one of those things where it's a book spoiler, where again, they're like, you know, Stannis could be alive. We we could have him kind of win, or something goes on with the Battle of, of Winterfell. Um, but eventually we know seven chapters later he's dead anyways. Um, the reason I think that is is when this thing came out of the book spoiler being that he burns his daughter in the books later on that shows me that he survived the battle if it's in fact he that does it do you think so you think shireen is going to happen post battle in the books we maybe that's, you don't you that's don't think ex- it's you don't think it's gonna go kind of in the same timeline that it does in the show it could it could you're, you're not you're not wrong i'm just kind of spitballing here out loud but i mean i yeah i it, but if she's at the wall she meaning Melisandre. Uh, Shireen. Oh, Shireen. Shireen's oh, Shireen at the wall in the books. With them in the books, yes. Okay. So, 
Does so basically, mean, something needs to happen to where they have to come down from the wall, they have join to, Stannis they have to for to come some down, reason. Or he runs back home and burns his daughter and comes back down which to Winterfell. Make any which sense. doesn't make any sense. So my thought is, uh, they are ready for war. It's about to happen when you leave Book 5. Because mm. um, then they, they run into uh, or Theon uh, and Jane Poole. Yes, run who have already jumped off the they've wall. Jumped, they've run into Stannis' army. So the battle hasn't happened. It's a lot of moving parts. Which, but it, by the way, then according to the books, both Theon and... And Sansa will mm-hmm. then still be alive after their crazy ass jump off of that right. wall into a right. okay snowbank. I, yeah, it, it, sure, why not? Right, why not? Why, why not? not? After you just threw someone off into, into, into <laughs> well, dirt and wood. Um, so I, I read it as, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I, maybe you will, but I, I, I take it as battle, burn Shireen, then maybe a death. I don't oh. know. But what could possibly be such dire circumstances after the battle, after he's already taken Winterfell and, you know, has its walls? I think he uh, or loses. Or that he loses. I, he loses. Oh, that he's there. But then, but then still, Then he why? runs back home. Maybe. Or maybe, or and it's it's one of the mysteries because now we're past the book in this we're area. Past the book and we now just we're don't changing. know. And it's yeah. a, and the thing is, is it's not so much that's the plot issue as it is trying to reconnect where people are, like physically yeah. are in the books, because yeah. it makes no sense now that Celise and Shireen and Melisandre have been left at the wall. Maybe she get maybe Melisandre gets a vision saying we have to join your king. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe yeah, that's but, how they come down, and then he burns them, or or Melisandre burns burns her up at the wall or maybe maybe Stannis isn't around that would be a really interesting thing what if it was Melisandre that burned her without Stannis' permission right and says you have to and and, and maybe Solis okays it and maybe Solis is responsible for it and that's why she kills herself in the books maybe if that happens if that happens there's gonna be a lot of rage if that happens wouldn't you be pissed off (laughs) as a Stannis fan absolutely you would be so angry as a Stannis fan I watched that scene in horror and it was a beautifully shot tragically beautifully shot scene it was awful it was hard to watch and it was so so tough but but a great Shot scene. It's a, couldn't believe it. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Uh, I would be. I would be upset. I would I be upset. A lot of people would be upset at the showrunners. If, exactly yeah. that they would take something like that and put it on Stannis. Yes. Um. I, I mean, because yeah. honestly, I was kind of surprised about it too when they did it in the show because I didn't think situation had gotten as dire at all in order to necessitate did. that. And, well, and that was the part of what I was yeah. saying where it got rushed at the end. Like, yes. I may have understood it. If they had shown, you know, these men half starved and like horses dropping dead and what, yeah. whatever, like you know, this has been going on for weeks, fine. But like, this is a guy who survived a siege on rats, yes, and then was saved by Davos bringing him onions. Like, we're supposed to think that two days worth of hardship and, and he's going to burn his daughter. Burnt, yeah, yeah. So that that was the problem a lot of people had. I feel it, like, and that was again, like you said, rush season five little was bit, rushed little at bit. times. Yeah, and that, that was kind of it for me. But but yeah, do I think Stannis is alive? I think he is. But I have to admit, it might just be me being uh, being a little bit of a homer, voting for my team here. Uh, uh, I understand. I'm just I'm not sure what uh, what kind of part he has yet to play. You know, yeah. I feel like he's kind of been played out at this point. Yeah. Melisandre has already sort of forsaken him as a Soros eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, really, what else is there for him? He Do- doesn't. You know, I mean. 
do you, do you think do you think just straight out do you think John is that do you think yeah, it's John you that's think it's my John? guess well I mean and then it becomes into a whole question of uh, the difference between the prophecies of like Azorus I versus the prince who was promised right and it's like okay well is one John and is one Danny are both Danny are you know because it doesn't necessarily mean a prince it could three, be a yeah, princess and the, the three headed dragon three-headed and that's, that's going to go into a whole <laughs> thing hey, we let's went, get into that yeah, later get into that later <laughs> if at all no uh, yeah um, absolutely and that's what Zach Grafton and I and, and Rachel <laughs> went in a lot last uh, last week we talked a lot about the Valencor and how Zach, ah, yes, Zach the believes he believes it's the Hound who is the, the prophesized uh, Valencor killing Cersei mm-hmm. interesting that's, that's, that's Zach's theory that we talked about last time but anyways um, where you want to go to next I, by the way I love and respect that you came with notes of course I came with notes because God knows I can't keep this yes. straight in my head. Yes. I am sorry. There whiskey. is too much. <laughs> yeah, well, there's been wine all day. So, cool. Uh, <laughs> they um, Actually, I would like to go into mm. casting uh, for next season, Great. if that's okay. Absolutely. Fabulous. This is, this is just as much your show as it is mine. Yay! Oh, God help you. Okay, cool. <laughs> and I mean you, the audience, as well as Ken. So, uh, first of all, first and foremost, there has obviously yep. been no brand and no right. Greyjoys this entire season. Which we knew about Bran. We knew he was cut out of right. five. We knew he was cut out of five. I was not expecting them to really cut out the Greyjoys, but I get it. There's yes. a lot there. And God knows when I was reading the books, I could not keep the three brothers straight for the life of me. Right. Um, and now I kind of have a better grasp on it. Um, however, based on casting notices, we know at least 90% sure Euron Greyjoy, the pirate, yes. uh, Crow's Eye is going to show up. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited about that. And I'm and like too. you. For whatever reason, in the books, I, I have a certain connection to the Greyjoys because I always say I, I, I got to play Balon Greyjoy on a School of Thrones parody. So Woo-hoo! I just, just kind of connected. By the way, you're still alive according yeah. to the timeline yes, yeah, of Game of Thrones. Yes, absolutely. Balon Can is, we just point that out? I believe. He's not dead. They have not dealt with that. <laughs> And yet. I think they'll see. I think might, we might see him. I don't know. I mean, you can't just <laughs> Wait, you have to. You can't just not acknowledge that exactly. the guy didn't fall over because that's also part of the reason the brothers come back is they feel uh, was it a, Euron that killed them or Victorian a place them. to be filled yes. for sure. I think they're going to do a little bit of what the books do in that they're going to run slightly concurrent to season five, right? Timeline wise. So Balon Greyjoy. That would be interesting if they actually just straight up did that. They might. I mean, and maybe they'll use Bran that way with like the flashback and like the current watching mm, of what's mm. happening and then they'll kind of intersperse that with what's going on with the Greyjoys. Yeah. That, I mean, that could be kind of cool. I, but I, I like you, uh, even though I had that connection to the Greyjoys and that part of the book, it got confusing. The King's Moot so was awesome. Confused. It was. That part I, I was I did neat. like all that stuff with... Um, well, Yara, Asha, all these different Asha. names. Yeah. Her name is Asha. Asha. Um, I did enjoy all that, and, and the Damper and Victorian. And, 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 oh, you say Damper? I say Damper. Interesting. Damper. Damper. <laughs> I don't, what do you say? I say Damper. I've, I've heard it say it, it's supposed to be the Damper, because he has Damper. That's I like mine better. <laughs> yours That's sounds usually more, what happens. That almost, yours more sounds eloquent. If you ever, but, if you ever listen to po- not podcasts, um, audible books, of, mm-hmm. you know, just like audible versions yeah, yeah. of your books being read. How often is it that the versions they say are oh, different changes. from what you heard in your head? Because yeah, it happens I, to me all the time. I thought it was Darth Vader, and and here there was Darth <laughs> Vader. It really. Um, <laughs> uh, so the bro- the brothers are coming okay. back. Um, You're on for sure, at least. At least, and I think they're going to do. A, I think they're going to combine. Vitarian. I, I want. You think, so they're gonna com- you think they're going to combine them? I think they might do that horrible thing that the show does sometimes. Not always bad, but not my favorite thing, where they kind of combine storylines. Yeah. Jorah and Old Griff 
mm-hmm. being the biggest example right With the now. Grayscale and Alaria and uh, Arian Martell. And, and Arian Martell and all that kind of stuff. So I could see them going, you know what? It's kind of confusing. We'll bring back Balon. He'll die. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll show uh, the sister. You've got to have the King's Mood. If they don't have the freaking King's, King's mood, mood in the show, they be, are morons. Yeah. Because that's a great so scene. So I think, I think you're going to focus on one of the brothers. It's got to be Euron. Yeah, got to be Euron. Got to be Euron. Although, Euron, uh, do- I'm just going to keep saying okay. Domfair. Uh, the Domfair, the priest mm. of the drowned god. Yes. He's a cool character, He's though. very cool. Uh, so He's an interesting one. And to me, that's one of the things where I don't understand why you couldn't just have all three of them. Well, We're not dumb enough, dumb as an audience. We can get it. Yeah, and especially because what are what are the plot lines that they're really going to focus on in season six? Because you've got to feel mm. like they've got to pay a lot of attention to the Greyjoys now and a little bit of attention to Bran at least. But like, you know, like they did and just cut them completely out of season five, what are they going to cut out of season six? Adoring right. probably. <sighs> Nothing there. I don't even know. Do, did you see the note uh, Amelia Clark saying that uh, she's read the scripts, both mm-hmm. the scripts for season six, and it's fast. It's go, go, go. Go and right. From the, there's no down. It's mental. It's That's mental. What I've, what I've heard. Uh, yes. Much like Terminator Genesis. Um, <laughs> that, that worries me a little bit, and that they're going to speed things up again, and things are rushed and big, big. Uh, to use pro wrestling terms, it's a big pop. They're going for the pop. They're going for the high spot. Where, but we sometimes complain about the show takes too long to build things up and then rushes at the end. Season five, yes. a great example. Season four had that to, for me as well too, uh, and hell, three did too. Um, so I mean, it's it worries, difficult. It worries me a little bit, but because I'd like to see the Greyjoy thing take a little bit of time, a couple episodes. Well, if they're going to make those characters interesting to us, considering they're introducing new characters this right. late in the game, very late, you got to spend some time on them, or no one's going to care. Yeah, and I mean that was sort of the problem with them being so in- introduced so late in the books. Like by that point, your head is spinning with all of the. I mean, the, the seconds. I mean, we're not even talking about the Miranese and the yeah. Astapor and the well, Yunkai and the second sons and the golden company and i'm just like my <laughs> so you brain's get, gonna explode there's so much over there and i i don't mind that they cut out a lot with with a i am okay with that with, with the Tyrion stuff i wanted like they, they got all the points i wanted other than yes. young, young griff old griff which i still think could be coming but we'll in, talk about that in some other fashion um but going to the great i mean book five ends with with the victorian he's he's marching towards marine he's yes. not marching but swimming he's on the ocean to, he's supposed to recruit Danny for Euron. That's the whole point. And by the way, one of the reasons I'm excited about Euron, the dragon horn. What right. is up with right. that? Right. There's the a dragon lot of horn. Stuff. The dragon horn, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a kind of a mythological horn mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. no mortal man can blow it and live. When Euron brings it to the king's moot, a guy blows it for him and like he gets cooked from the inside yeah. out. But yeah. the idea is that even though you can't live, dragons hear it and will obey the master of the horn. Right. So the idea is that you're going to go to Daenerys and I guess control her dragons through the horn? That's his idea? Right. Or or is it a little bit of Lord of the Rings thing where no 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 mortal man can blow it? But that's she's what like, I'm thinking. I'm no man. Exactly. That's where um, I'm thinking. That's where I'm going with this. Little, Danny's going to take that horn. No problem. Little Miranda problem. Otto. Uh, one of the best parts for oh, Time of the King. Little, I saw that movie, Midnight Showing. Yeah. Everyone stood up and cheered. My theater, too. I, I saw Everyone. I saw an afternoon showing the, the day it opened. And, and uh, when that moment happened, oh, so entire good. theater popped, man. It's the entire so theater good. popped. It was a great moment. I am no man. Oh, it's the best. Um, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, 
Okay, we could probably just geek out for hours. <laughs> we, should, we should do that show. About Miranda Otto? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, I so, think the, the dragon horn is a very cool little piece that Euron has that he sent off with uh, Victarion mm-hmm. to get Danny. Um, Aaron didn't want any of this, so yeah. I'm not sure what role he really has to play. But it's a cool character, so I'd be it's, sad to it's see a him cool go. Thing. So maybe Euron, but maybe Euron does it himself. Maybe yeah. that's what I'm saying. Maybe they combine. But it, you, you, you made something that sparked something in my brain where you're like, hey, even in the books, this is very late in the game to introduce these main characters. And I remember as book five is reading is ending, and and, and the Greyjoy dude Victorian is is taking his ships towards Marine. I actually thought to myself. Holy crap, one of the main characters is someone who didn't exist in my mind at the beginning of this book, the fifth in the series. Yeah. So can the TV audience really, really get up to speed? Like I said, I think we're intelligent enough to do it. But it is – it's risky. And they knew it – that's why I do have a, more sympathy for the showrunners than I don't is that's – Season six is going to have a brand new main character. That's and it can tough. be done, obviously. I mean, Oberyn didn't come in until, what, late season three, four? Four. And, uh, four, four, four. Four. And he, you know, instantly loved and instantly had a really yes. – and had a really big impact when he died. So and, yes. he was, and he was only around for about a season, season and a half. Yeah. And he was introduced late. So it, do- it definitely can be they done can do with the red actors, obviously. Yeah. But I think for somebody like this, it's going to be a little difficult – but interesting. Remind, remind me, where's where's Asha in the books? Is she with Stan? Where, does she run into Theon? I can't remember now. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember. They kind of abandon her a little bit she, after she, the King's move. She goes and fights, or she takes her men inward, right? She does, like towards like Deepwood Mont. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I honestly don't. I don't remember. It does it's, get confusing. It's it's one of those things where when she lost the vote, right. it kind of turned into. Yeah, oh, I guess you're not that a, important anymore. She had Sorry. A, a forced marriage. And then you're all just this kind yeah. Of then you're just sort of okay. Well, we're just gonna look east and yeah. uh, start paying attention to Victorian yeah. and uh, seeing where that's going. Because then you've got a whole siege of marine happening, and with all of the okay. Here, wait. Before we yeah. get into the leak chapters, I want to keep going through the casting bit. Yeah. So. Besides Euron, besides the Greyjoys, and I know you're looking up options well, anyway. I that's am. fine. That's fine. Get back to it. <laughs> so, besides them, there are two, to my mind, main other groups that they really have. Um, maybe yeah. three. One is a mother, a sister, and a brother, uh, as well as a father, age 50s to 60s, greatest soldiers in Westeros, humorless martinet, severe and intimidating. Mm-hmm. Everyone has sort of universally agreed this is the Tarly family. Yes. This is Samuel Tarley's family. family. His yes. older brother, who was the favorite. His father, who never really loved him. A mother. warrior, yeah. Exactly. And a sister, and a sister apparently. Um, now, Horn Hill, where Samuel Tarley is from, mm-hmm. is on the way to Old Town, where Sam is in theory headed to study to become a, a maester. Maester, yeah. Maester. So it makes sense. It absolutely yeah. makes sense. Why wouldn't you stop at home on the way there? He's a man of the Night's Watch. You know, this Maybe was the thing his father wanted. You come in, Dad. Go, hey, hey, Dad. I, <laughs> I had sex with this girl. <laughs> Check this out. Because I'm telling everyone. <laughs> yeah. Dad, Dad. Check that. Oh my God, look at it. We pressed lips and everything. Oh my gosh, I was half dead. Oh, and I killed a uh, and I killed and a I killed white walker. Or whatever, yeah. dude. I had sex. <laughs> Oh, man. Yes. So, uh, which is going to be kind of cool. It'll be yeah. interesting. I mean, well, here's the thing. As yeah. much as I love Sam, I don't really care. You don't. I don't really care. You don't. About, I get where he, I get where he came from. I kind of would rather just see him get to Old Town. I want to see, because 
Then you yeah. also have all of the stuff happening with magic, all of the stuff of learning to be a maester. And there that is... That is more interesting to me. There is some really intriguing, kind of scary magic stuff going on at Old Town. Yeah. Book, what is it, four that starts... When they start talking about the Citadel, the when Citadel. they're really focusing on and, it. And yeah. the guy gets swallowed up by the bricks and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, the, the prologue so. to that. It's, and like the black flames. and Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And then that, that guy, and it, I'm sounding like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I apologize if you're out there listening and screaming at your podcast <laughs> device. Uh, just tweet me and help me out. And then that character, it shows up at the end when Sam finally gets to the Citadel. And it's like, hey, come into this room. Who is that? I forget. Oh, I gotta do research. Oh, not um, uh, not Phoenix. Um, uh, crap. Yeah, but well, because now, because I, because I get, but Old that gets Town, interesting. Well, because I get Old Town and Bravos mixed up because both are cities that kind of have this kind of uh, old magic old thing magic to them thing to it, yeah. a little bit. Um, so I get that mixed up because I, then I get yeah. mixed up with uh, that character that Arya killed before she kills Raph the Sweetling in the books. Yes, yes. Um, the the deserter from the Night's Watch. The Night's Watch. Uh, yes, which uh, doesn't. Damien? Damien Darian, Darian. He's, he's a singer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. singer dude. Trying to be a rock and roll star. Um, that nice guy. Because doesn't Sam run into yeah, him? Yes, Sam. Because Sam, no, Sam. they keep interacting with each other. Sam and Arya run into each they other. They do, which confuses me because I'm yeah. like, wait, Old Town is not Bravos. Where are he, you people? Yeah, he. they go to Bravos. Yeah, they do. Right. And, and Maester Eamon was still alive at that time, yes. I believe. And that's when Sam gets all the stories. Sam hears yes. all the stories of the dragons and then everything, and he comes back and tells Eamon, and then Eamon dies shortly after in, in transit. Mm-hmm, um, on the ship. But that's one of my favorite moments, and, and the Arya storyline is not one of my favorites. It's one, of, it's one I'm always intrigued by because I love – I wanted to learn about the House in Black and White and, and Jagan Hagar, and I love that they brought him back. It makes more sense to me. But I do like that they fused those storylines, yeah. that the kindly man is, kind of, is Jack and Hagar. Jack, Jack and Hagar. I, I like that. You, everyone loved that character. It makes sense. It makes sense. It works out. It, it cuts works. out a lot of riffraff. It uh, totally um, works. Uh, but I love that moment when Sam meets Arya. I don't know if we're going to get that. I hope we get that. I hope we get that. Yeah. I, I hope so. I, yeah. I feel like we will, hopefully, in some way, shape, or form. Because there's no reason they would know each other. So why wouldn't they run into each so you, other and just sort of Do you of think this, this season kind of more ends with Sam at the Citadel Old Town versus... I mean, if we're going to stop at his family, which is not book... He doesn't do that. I don't think there. No, that not at all. Yeah, you never, he doesn't. You never do meet that. his family. Well, I take that back. You do meet his father very briefly yeah. when he's at court at one point. Yes, but that's it. Um, you never really meet his family. Family. You never yeah. meet his brother or anybody like that. Yeah. Um, I don't really. It's. I don't really care to be honest. Like it's. It's. I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, uh, I love Sam, yeah. I, but I think the knowledge of where he came from, I think that's been sort of established already. I don't really need to see it again. I don't need to see him prove himself to his family. Yeah. I just watched him kill a White Walker. Right. Get back to that. Get back to him learning, you know, dark magics and really untold truths from I, the Citadel. I that's can't cool. see that going anywhere, but his dad going, yeah, whatever, I still don't like you. Exactly. And, and it's like, what's the it. point? Yeah, we'll see. So, I mean, I, it know, might just be one Could be wrong. Could episode, totally be wrong. But One-offs. You know, and they're you you know they're going to do it because they had that moment with Stannis going, oh, you're Randall Tolley's kid. Yeah. Exactly. They so brought it up. They're going to pay that off. All right. So let's see. Moving on. So they yeah. have the Hit priest, uh, the gruff ex-soldier. Now, this is the one, the salt of the earth, man, yeah. uh, where most everybody tends to think that it's Septon Maribald. Which, Absolutely. if you're not familiar with the storyline, kind of introduces the fact that the Hound may still be alive. This is leading to Clegane Bowl. I yes. absolutely believe this is what we have. And I the think Grave so Digger too. will be there. I think so too. I, absolutely. Now we haven't heard anything of Rory, Mc, Rory McCann. He's been silent, not seen anywhere. We don't know. But these casting notices could be only for the first couple episodes. They right. only just got into this. We got to wait for some more casting news. Yeah. I think it will be interesting. I also think um, 
it's just it's gonna be difficult because you can write in a book oh a silent grave digger da 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 and be you know like who is that if you see him in the book you're gonna kind of know who he is yes. <laughs> or see him in the show see you're gonna kind of know who he is it's they ran it's a into that more problem difficult to disguise with Barristan Selmy same exact problem Barristan Selmy was a great example of, of, of Artson whatever his name was you know you go you go a whole book not knowing who he is exactly oh he's an and old then, dude in bear oh it's Barristan all Barristan's. of a sudden it's Barristan Selmy yeah, you can't so I, I agree if it's gonna play out it might play out late but I think that I absolutely believe that Septa Marble. I like absolutely. that I mean I love it I mm-hmm. love Sandra Clegane more of him all of more absolutely. of him and then and that actually, I don't remember if it's a theory uh, with the whole trial by combat with uh, Cersei, with her champion being the Mountain, uh, yeah. Robert Strong, zombie Frankenstein dude, uh, and then the Faith calling the Hound as their champion. Right. That was going to be hanging impossible. out with this Septon. Yeah. You never know, but that could kind of call to that. I, I absolutely believe it's 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 his vengeance for what his yeah. brother did to him for his entire life. Absolutely. But if that. you were really of the faith, would you really still be like pursuing that? Well, they remember the Septon says, you know, uh, uh, the hound, the hound is 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 gone, but but uh, Sandor Clegane is at peace. Exactly. But if uh, he's at peace, then why would he want to but still if the go faith after faith? Calls brother? him. That's true. He might have to, to serve do the faith. What the faith has okay. to do. Right. It'll be interesting to yes. see if it plays out that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple other random ones. There's a priestess in the mid 20s, early 30s uh, that could be someone to kind of replace that girl who had the crazy look back and forth with Tyrion. Yeah, um, the on, one of the faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about on the on the boat ride down. Yeah. Well, uh, once they no, once they actually got there. Uh, well, in it, the, right it, before he entered the brothel in the show, and it's in it's, the show. She's, yes. she's an age, Asian red priestess, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think this casting, and that could be connected. I, I, I think that, but I think uh, it, it's the character that's the. Uh, the you think uh, Makoro? Because that was a guy. No, the, that the, was uh, that was Victorians. Yeah, uh, uh, the ship. one on the ship. Okay, I'm talking about the the female that he kind of you know gets naked in front of Tyrion, and Tyrion's kind of like checking her out, and she's kind of got, she's like, oh, I'm just a septa, but As you do. she, yeah, she's got some stuff in her past, and he's like, oh, she got stretch marks. I think she had a kid. She ain't what she said she is. I think it could be tied into that. Totally good. Because be. I, I think in some way or another, I think we're going to get a little bit of young Griff, old Griff, through the acting troupe. It will be interesting. Well, oh, so you think the acting troupe is young Griff, old Griff? I thought it was Arya's mercy plotline. It might be, but they might be combining. That's they might be combining. Here. How would you? Oh, that would that. Oh, actually, that would be really interesting. Come on, listen up, listen up, guys, listen this, up, showrunners. This, this is how you do it. Because to me, I get, I get, begrudgingly that you can cut out cold hands. You can maybe very begrudgingly. very and Lady and Stoneheart. Okay, I get it now. If that's how, if this is how they're going to bring John back, yes. with the you know kiss of life from from Rolar, mm-hmm. fine. You can leave out it's Lady Stoneheart. It's disappointing to me. Fine, I, fi- I guess. I finally told one of my friends this past week. He said, "Look." I just want to know whatever that was. Tell me what it is. I said, <laughs> What's you know what? Lady Stone I was like, I don't think it's going to be on the show. I'll tell you. And I told yeah. him, and he was like, Ah, okay, that's kind of cool. But it didn't have a mind blowing effect as as you do when you read the book. And that's true because at the time you were much more attached to Catelyn. Yes. At the time, yes. which when you brought her back, that mattered a lot more to you. I think at, at this point it's not going to have it's, it's any impact at all. It's past at the all. point. So There's I can, no way I can get all that. I cannot grasp, and we'll dive into it here a little bit here now. <laughs> cannot grasp how you do this show going forward without Young Griff, uh, Aegon. I can't imagine because it seems like it's such a giant part of the story going forward. Depends if that's really Aegon. 
that's going to be the This is where factor. you and I battle I know. again. That is. That I is. believe in my heart it is <laughs> it is Aegon Targaryen. Okay. You believe it's fake Aegon, and we got a little Blackfire yeah. Rebellion going. A little on. bit, little bit. I was a staunch supporter of it being fake on. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was not true. That it was somebody they simply were passing off as a Targaryen. Uh, and part of the reason I believed that was because they had not introduced him into the series up until this point. Very because late. I felt yep. like if that was true, they were going to freaking introduce him because he's going to take. You've got to give the audience a chance to get to know him and want him to win as much as you want Danny to win. Okay. And Danny has been a part of our lives since season one, day one. Right. And she um, stepped in that bathtub. You gotta love it. Yay. No mm-hmm. more naked scenes for her. So, I mean, you just, it's gonna be really difficult for someone else to come in and steal her claim and for you to actually want that to happen. So, okay. that, was Again, part of, that was part of my reasoning. You're really I'm, smart, boy. You're smart. I don't know, but I know nothing. I am Jon Snow you know in this nothing. scenario. I know nothing. You know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. I'm not as good as Maud. I know nothing. I know nothing. I, I don't do disagree with you. Um, however, I bought, I just bought into it. However, so you come to my side, I'm, I'm viewing your side from across the narrow sea. So the I can point see of it. View. Right. Yes. I can see it. I can see it. The, I can see the, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the Danny is not the last hope. There may be another. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. There is another. Exactly. Perhaps. Okay. Um, I can see it. I'm, I'm not on your side. But it's a possibility. How and also, by the way, mm-hmm. no casting notice about anyone with purple eyes, you know, blue eyes, yes. purple eyes, yes. young, none, Look, none of that. We haven't seen obviously there all the casting nothing. notices. I know. Just that. saying. I I agree with that. I There's understand. Been nothing. That. I just but 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 can't but can do I do I at least get you to agree with me that. Martin put that big thing in there, old Griff, young Griff, and, and John Connington, who's very much tied to yes. the, the, the Targaryen reign, um, former Hand of the King. He goes out there. It's part of this plan that Varys has. They they talk about it. Varys is uh, and the guy from Penthos. Illyria. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, they're talking about it. Even even in season one, they're coming back talking about it. It's too yeah. soon, my friend. And he, they, they, Varys mentions it. Oh, I, I'm in league with a certain group of people that want to see a good person back no, on the I mean, throne. I, in theory, according to the books, Aegon was their original hope. It was wasn't Daenerys. Wasn't, it was wasn't Aegon. Daenerys. No, that was the whole thing. It was the whole idea of like him swapping out Aegon with some Tanner's son. Yeah. You know, it, which they do a lot in Game of Thrones. Right. Innocent exactly. children are killed for other completely, more... which I can see. I can't imagine Martin putting all that in there and it not mattering in the books to a point where the show can ignore it. Which I understand. Um, like I said, lack of evidence is not proof of anything, so I get it. However, um, what I do think actually is good evidence for it yeah. being the real Aegon okay. is the fact that they decide not to pursue Daenerys and mm-hmm. go back to Westeros. Because, um, yes. and I don't remember if it's Winds of Winter or Dance of Dragons, but they actually go to Storm's End. Like, he goes to Westeros. Like, because yeah, the whole like, yes. Tyrion convinces him, like, you can't go to Danny, like, hat in hand and be like, hey, yeah. by the way, you by know, way. I have a better claim than you do. What's up? Yep. And I have no dragons. They, they go take uh, Connington's hometown, his home yes. castle, and then they're marching towards Storm's End when the book ends. Exactly. That's that exactly it. That they're going to go up against the Tyrells. And, uh, you know, and with Winds of Winter being all about battles... That would actually make sense to me. It's going to be difficult because you got yeah. to introduce this ca- again. You got to introduce late. this character yes. really late, and they're not even touching on it yet. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
the audience for the TV show has a lot invested in Danny being the only Targaryen. They really do, and and, and it's going to be hard to change that at this point. And and I think the audience, even the the uh, obsessed TV audience, if, if if you haven't read the books at all, um, I'm thinking of some of my friends in that category. If you suddenly say, "Oh, hey, remember all those times you talked about how how the mountain crushed uh, the heads of those babies?" Well, one of them actually is alive. He's still over here. And by the way, then it just turns I, into a soap opera. I think people will be like, "How? Huh, what now?" Uh, okay, I don't even know who you're talking about. Um, He's like a wet baby? Yeah, that'd huh? be a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, because they really haven't, I mean, besides kind of slightly, you know, touching on it with the the other atrocities of Eris and everything, right. like they haven't, and what happened in Robert's Rebellion, they haven't yeah. really talked about what's going on when that when Robert's Rebellion actually happened, including right. Elia's being killed and the babies being Killed. Yes. So, yes. you know, nobody in the TV audience is really going to care at this point unless you start going back and really touching on that. Now, now. that could get into mm-hmm. the other casting notice, sort of. This is more like a filming casting location, location notice. spoiler, yes. sort of. There's been notices that mm. there's a location that the show is now filming at that kind of maybe resembles the Tower of Joy, which is where. Rhaegar, mm-hmm. Eris's son, the rightful heir, uh, kidnapped Lyanna Stark, kidnapped, quote-unquote, and mm-hmm. took her back to that tower and where she maybe mm-hmm. gave birth to Jon Snow. Yeah. Uh, and that that could be where they're doing it. And there's also a possible casting notice about somebody who very strongly resembles Sir Arthur Dane, yeah. who was one of the people guarding that tower when Ned Stark came to rescue his sister. The Sword of the Morning. Yes. And I believe we're getting that. Some people are saying, well, it could be Casterly Rock. I don't think so. Looking at that shot, that's a mm. tower of joy. It's not, yeah, Looks like it's it. CGI. I think Casterly Rock is so big, it's going to be CGI anyways. Probably. It's going to be like King's if Landing. You, because have we even really visited Casterly Rock even in the books? We haven't yet. So, like, why would you do it so in the show? There's no, to me, there's is no anybody need. even there? It's like a ghost town at there's this point. No Kevin's in the capital. Right. Cersei's in Everyone's the capital. There. So I absolutely believe that's Tower of Joy. I absolutely believe that the casting notice is is Sir Arthur Dane, and we're going to get a flashback. Can I be Liana Stark? Can I just put that out there now? Absolutely. This is how you get acting jobs, right? You just like request <laughs> hey, them on podcasts. It worked for. Uh, it okay? wouldn't work on my podcast, but uh, that's how Sam Jackson got Star Wars. He Fantastic. just said, "Hey, I'm a fan. Yeah, you, I want to do could, this. You got Stark colorings and Stark totally blood. I could totally do Liana Stark. I could totally do absolutely. That. I, I, uh, hashtag <laughs> Michelle Boyd for Liana Stark. Hashtag that. <laughs> All right. That's the tweet and in so and of itself, it's my friend. Bad social media marketing. We'll, 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 we'll just do um, Michelle for Liana. Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. Um, <laughs> but I do think they, I do think they really have to do that flashback. You have to. You have to. I think uh, if the, you're going to care about John's parentage at all, you have to it do is that flashback. The, the note flash, I made. Flashpark? The flashback. I'm going to drink more, guys. <laughs> drink more What's whiskey. Up? How's it See, going? the problem is you switch to water for a sip, and that kind of clears God your brain damn, a little bit. Darn it! Oh, the neurons fired in the other direction. Shoot. I absolutely believe, and this is what I, one of the things I was going to ask you about Bran in season six. The showrunners kept him out for a good reason because all he was, he goes in that cave and he just kind of learns and he kind of gets a crush on Mira, and that's kind of it. As you would. As you would. Um, so um, he's going to emerge kind of fully trained. Um, you think, I mean, going back to the Dagobah thing, you think that's what it's going to be? I, I think he's going to come out. He's just... not going to come out a Jedi, but he's going to know how to use a lightsaber. Okay. How about that? All right. Cool. Um, and He'll I still think... be a youngling, but. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Master and a concern. Oh, um, God, no. Oh, no, um, no. I... Not the younglings. <laughs> I think he's going to, we're going to get the visions. 
And I, think, I do think so. You get him in the book. Remind me if I'm wrong, but you get him speaking to Theon. There's yes. a hushed moment. I don't, I don't a, remember if he speaks to him. I know he, he sees he's, him. He sees him sure. and he says Theon, and Theon hears what he thinks is the tree calling his name. Okay. Um, and then you get flashbacks to Ned Stark. You do. A young Ned Stark. I believe we're going to get And that. Brandon. And Brandon. Which, yes. Hey, way to go, man. You've done this before. Uh, every once in a while, I've had enough whiskey I to get through it. I don't know. Oh, there they are. Okay, cool. So, trio of young boys. This is another casting notice. Uh, yes. Very specific descriptions. You've got three different boys. You have a... And there's been some debate about who these boys are. Um, yeah. There's been a, a large boy, 10 to 12, playing 7 or 8. Clever... Big and tall, not fat. Um, characterful squat features. Okay. Then you have Robert. a 12-year-old boy with brown hair and blue eyes, northern accent. And a 7-year-old boy, dark brown hair, green eyes. Here it's been, and I literally did research on this. There has so been you're here. a couple different groups of thought on this. Some people think this is uh, this could be Sandor and Gregor. Okay. Uh, however, uh, okay. however, Rory McCann, mm-hmm. brown eyes. Gotcha. Mountain, I'm not really counting because he's been recast <laughs> three times. So I don't care really what mountain. color eyes yeah. he has. Okay. Because, and uh, another one was the Samuel Tarly because of the whole big and tall, not fat thing maybe. But okay. uh, but I think they've already kind of got the, the Samuel Tarly and that whole thing kind of fixed. And there's yeah. no real reason to do any sort of flashback really right not if you're going to show the family as it is now because i'm sorry samuel's not that no, important of a character important. no i agree with that it makes a lot more sense uh sean bean has green eyes yes so what could be the case in this one would be him with his older brother brandon uh the other large boy uh specified it's a one-time appearance so this could just be someone they're fighting maybe not necessarily could be anyone that. we've seen before but it also could be it could be robert i think it could be robert could be Baratheon. Robert. because because robert before he was a drunken fat uh womanizer was was a very stout strong fierce warrior uh, um so i think strapping i think you're gonna young see lad. that a strapping young lad I think you're going to get that. I think you're going to see that and I absolutely think we're going to get Tower of Joy and 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 if that's what we're getting then I think that absolutely confirms uh in my mind R plus L equals J. Of course. It absolutely does to me, which Considering means Considering George is, which means which John means, is not dead. Which means Kit, don't cut your hair. <laughs> you can't cut your hair. And I am fascinated upon rereading Game of Thrones, the first book. That's the thing that I was like, I'm an idiot that I didn't read this with more cuz your first time reading that book, you're just taking it all in. Oh yeah. And you're focusing on the main characters. They go so much into uh the Tower of Joy and Sir Arthur Dane, Sword of the Morning, Howland Reed. By the mm-hmm. way, I believe Howland Reed to be the only other person other than Ned Stark, who knows of John Star- uh, John Snow's true lineage, because mm-hmm. uh, Ned says, "I agree with that." But for Howland Reed, I would have been killed that day by by Arthur Dane. I think we're getting all of that. I think we're getting all of that. I think we're finally getting to all of that. Now I'm Thankfully. worried. I'm worried because going into season five, I was really excited that we were getting Maggie the Frog and the flashbacks. I was so excited for Maggie the Frog. You and I were not watching that episode together uh, yet because you had not joined the show yet. But that that see that episode one starts with that. Yes, and I was like, yeah. now, Maude's read the books, but I don't think I had read that far. Tiffany she had no idea. No. And I'm, I'm the when one. When it gets into there, we're just like young Cersei. And it's so obvious it's young Cersei. Yeah. I was like, oh, Here we yes, go. we're finally getting this. And, I'm, and, I'm, and the word Valencar is coming off my lips. And I'm going to say, my friend, because two nights prior, I was um, at um, 
I was in, in, in Anaheim at, at, at one of Brittany Wallach's little get-togethers, and I was talking to Zach Grafton, and he's like, hey, I got, I got this theory. Me and my friend came up with this theory about who the Valencar is. I think it's the Hound, and we go into it over whiskeys at a bar. As you And do. then like two nights later, the show starts, <laughs> and I'm excited, and they cut all that out. They just don't, they don't they have s- all the prophecies. Why wouldn't don't. you? Which I, I have to say, okay, fine. Again, I've got to hopefully give some credit to the showrunners. Hopefully, you know, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. They're going to focus on the one prophecy that's only going to matter at that particular moment. Now, they've set up Maggie the Frog. They've set up that Cersei has gotten some sort of prophecy and everything. I think they could go back. I think they're definitely going to go back because there's no way that prophecy doesn't have an impact later on. I hope you're right. Number one. Again, yeah, a lot of this is hope, guys. I kind of had a crush on Maggie the Frog in the show version. Which is wrong. She's my kind of girl. Oh my gosh. Um, What did they do? (laughs) That is not her. It's not her. That's why I say I like the TV show version. No. I'm with the show version. Um, or the, the book damn version. It. Yes, yeah, the book, book version. version. <laughs> um, I'd love to see if they go back, but that's why I have I, – I fear a little bit when I start thinking about all these flashbacks coming. Like, they could change some stuff. They could really do it differently. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. It would be interesting because they – have they really gone into – I mean, obviously, they haven't really gone into as much prophecy as they do in the books. But, right. you know, they, they kind of touch on various things with the comet and the prince who was promised who may actually be. Also, uh, Aemon Targaryen never starts talking about the whole, oh, maybe it was a princess, right? He no, never mentions that never, in the show. Never does. Never does. Just in the book. So, I mean, I'm sure they didn't really think it was that important. But they don't really go into prophecy in the show yeah. nearly as much as they go into it in the Which in I understand. Books. Which, no, it's completely fine. But it's it, there's lots – I love those little bits in the book because those are the bits that I try to figure out. And those oh, are the bits yeah. where I'm just like picking it apart where I'm like, oh, it's a blue rose. They mean Liana. And, oh. oh, blood. Okay. The, the, okay. The, the tournament at Harrenhal when it's kind of mentioned in the books and I'm reading it for the second time. Again, I'm like going, I'm an idiot. How did I not pick up on all this stuff? Um, but that's that's my only fear with these flashbacks is they could go wrong because, again, it's what I want to see. I want to see this ferocious battle. I want to see <sighs> Liana there go and promise me Ned. I want to see all of that. I want to see Helen Reed there. If they cut Helen Reed out, I'll be like, that's, that's disappointing because it's so big that Ned says that, that – this guy saved me, and it's his kids who were taking Bran up to the, the tree. I feel like they could cut that out. I absolutely think they will. No, you totally will. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're just they're gonna focus uh, on the I need Sir more. Arthur Day. I know. I I'm sorry. Whiskey. I love. I, I mean, think of all the conspiracy theories <sighs> were that uh, different characters were actually Howland Reed. Yeah, and you know that he's actually come back, and he's yeah. these other no, and it's just it's it's not gonna happen, unfortunately. <sighs> so that's big, though. I think it's big. I think that's actually some big news that we are gonna get uh, Tower Joy. Yeah. I, I, I believe. Leave it in my heart. So Could let's see. So let's see. Besides the Tower of Joy, I think yeah. the only thing that I can really think about now, mm-hmm. um, coming up in season six, there is the Arya plotline. Yeah, we kind uh, of skipped Mercy. that. <laughs> a little bit. Well, not even skipped because they kind of again it intertwines. Like she in the leaked chapter. Uh, as a spoiler, she's gone ahead as this girl Mercy now, and she mm-hmm, is part mm-hmm. of a traveling troupe of actors. Uh, and by the way, there is a casting notice, and there is yeah. a woman who's part of the traveling troupe, uh, who you know, uh, fun, charismatic, early forties, rum drinking actress. Again, I do like your idea of incorporating that. It could, it could melt with the Griff and the Young Griff. I like that. I think yeah. that would be really cool to yeah. do. Um, but that's how she crosses another name off her list. Um, right. She comes across him. But uh, that's but that's the whole thing is she's already blind at that point because she's um, she's already taken a life kind of off topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a different one. I'm not sure if they're going to continue to do it. 
another thing is Danny and the Miranese not. Yes. In this mess, mess that's happening over in Essos. Um, Which, oh, Lord. The show, okay. is, the show is cut down a lot because the UK. You have to. Dear the, Lord, the big, you fat, have to. sick dude that's holding the Jorah and Tyrion. Yeah. Bellwas with the poison crickets. Well, no, strong Bellwas, but there's also the guy that's got that Tyrion and Jorah are in service. Oh, Brown to. Ben Plum. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, apparently, so he's with the second sons. Yeah. And that they're actually Queensmen and that yeah. they've been with them the whole time. And they're, meanwhile, it's, you've got the pale mayor that hasn't started coming in. But right, I imagine, right, like, right, honestly, right. that's all probably going to happen. It's going to happen when Danny's not there. I think this is what Varys and Tyrion are going to have to deal with. Okay. I'm with you. I think that I'm would actually you. kind of be interesting because um, – so one thing I w- wrote down yeah. when I was trying to figure out this whole siege of marine thing was uh, one thing Danny does is she takes hostages uh, yeah. from, the strong, uh, from the strong, powerful families as well as blood money. I think that's a very good Varys-Tyrion move to make. So I think they're going to incorporate that. Um, I think they're going to have to deal with the Siege of Marine because they're going to be, quote, speaking for Danny. Um, And then you've got and then you've got that kind of whole thing set up with uh, Varys sort of taking the place of Barristan and Selmy. Um, And then you've got like, you know, Astapor and Volantis and Brown Mm. Ben Plum coming in with the second sons and that it turns out they were actually for Danny the whole time. So I think I think it'd be interesting if. Varys and Tyrion were the ones to kind of have to deal with that. I, and absolutely. And do you think his star is dead? Yeah. You think he's dead? Yeah. I, I, I don't. Again, only because we know he goes I, on to things. Dad, that's the thing. Do but, we? Really? I, you know, is it, are they important things? And I mean, yeah. I was holding, I, I was holding out the thing that he was the the harpy that he was. You know, I, do you think there's an actual harpy? Are the sons of the harpy just a leaderless movement? I was. Because who his, else is it if it's his, not his star? His star was one of those obvious choices, right? Um, who else would it be? Varys is an interesting choice. I don't no. think I don't think it is. No, but someone I read that somewhere. Not um, the thing. The thing that I have against that is that look. Okay, book Varys. Yeah. I would go with that because book Varys wants Aegon to be on the throne. Yeah, yeah. Show Varys has mentioned more than once that he's in favor of Danny. Right. More than Yeah, once. no, that's true. That he's a supporter of Danny. So it would not make any sense to me for Show Varys to be the harpy and to be undermining her that way and to actually be taking power away. Okay, yeah. Again, again, you're smarter than me. You got it. You I, got I, this I, down. I, again, no, I'm Jon Snow. Please just call me Jon Snow. I really know nothing. This is just me talking completely <laughs> you know, giving, out of my I'm butt. You, I have no idea. And with, you I'm know, a you quarter pour here. of red breast in me. So. Yeah, that's, that's, which is, this is, I, that was a strong pour, too. You're doing great. <laughs> Um, I'm sipping, my friend. Yeah, and I'm. No, uh, you're doing better than I am. Uh, you're you're well, almost. Here, you should have some of mine. Clear, clearly, yeah, I have here. a problem. There you go. Um, there we are. You're there welcome. You go. There Cheers. you go. Yes. Yay. We're like Bronn and the Hound before the Battle of Blackwater. <laughs> oh God, help us. Um. So. Um, I'm sorry. The I, seven help us. My bad. The sevens help us. I I don't know if there's a harpy. That might be. It could be just uh, his dar makes sense. But if his dar's dead, there's things that he's he's gonna go on to not do then, which might not be important. I think you're right. When the inserting of, of Varys into the storyline and such a clear thing at the end where they're like, "Hey, uh, we're together again. We get to rule again, buddy." Yeah, it's the Tyrion and Varys show. I love. I love. So I could watch hours of that. So I think you're right. And and when when Barristan died, there's a lot of things. That Barristan does, uh, especially with his dar, yeah. that um, 
Now Varys, now, I think, is going to Varys take over. And, and Tyrion can do in some kind of capacity. Grey Worm could fill some of that void too if he needed to make a, a strong, uh, a violent stand against Hisdar or anyone else. So I think you're right. Wait, a violent stand for one of the <laughs> for one of the Unsullied? Hang on, what would that be yeah. like? Uh, I don't understand. Uh, yeah, they actually fight. Fight? Yeah, they they did not look well this year in oh, season five. Lord, huh? this yeah. vaunted That's fighting force thing. did not come out too no, well. No, not, not really. Come out too well. Not really. I think it's because Grey Worm was 110 pounds. In real life, which is not convincing as a fighter. Um, but yeah, Eat the, some carbs, man. The, the Miranese not. Yeah, you're right. There's there's a lot they didn't touch upon there, and I, I think they handled the Danny, the Drogon, the flying thing pretty well. Other well, than I, I was good with it. Other I, than the never ending story, right? CGI. I mean, I still had. Hey, I had tears in my eyes when Falcor took off. It's cool. <laughs> It's fine. I'm willing to buy it. Did you? Yeah, well, I, I bought did. into that, uh, and I was fine with all that. Um, I, I think it's interesting. They changed a little bit of it. What did you think of too when they changed the notion that she's out there like, hey, Drogon, we got to go back? Because in the book, I always got the sense she was like, I'm over it. I'm living in your cave. And then she just happens to run into or the Dothraki happened to run into her. I never got the idea in the book that she had a purpose per se. It was more like, I'm going to eat some poison berries and be worried about the state of my bowels for the next week. Right, you know, like, right, right. It's just, yeah, she, she's not... She's not talking to Drogon like he's a, you know, truclucent teenager. Like yeah. he's just he's just kind of there. Yeah, yeah. And the show come but that's when the show comes off more like she's like I got to come on, come on. I got to get back. I got to get back. Yeah, it was a little strange. In the in the book I took it as she's like I got other problems and you know like, what? Screw that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of took it as, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, I t- that's exactly, no, exactly what I took it <laughs> like, as. She's like, I'm getting away from that? On awesome. second thought, I'm going to stay in this <laughs> cave with my drink. chill out here. I'm good. And then that's why when you find, when the Dothraki run into her, she finds them, or, you know. They, they come across her, and she is with Drogon at the time yeah. when uh, jo- Joko, I don't know how to really mm-hmm. say his name, but um, comes yeah. across her with the entire Khalasar. Yeah, and it, and that, it, to me, in the books, it had some tension. There, A little bit of men, oh, definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, in the show, there's some definite there, men. There, there's some menace and tension, but even in the book, I, I just remember reading going, oh, crap. Exactly. Yeah, because these were good. the ones who kind of like left her and like yeah. actively threatened her life so I, I think before the show doing so. kept that vibe. They didn't, Definitely. they didn't change that completely, but she drops the ring to, uh, you know, do the, uh, you know, come find the me. The come find me thing? Um, the last of Mohicans, I will find you. Yeah, the, um, uh, the elvish, like, cloak, cloak leaf <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. To do that. So, but yeah, Danny, so season six. That's why when Amelia Clark comes out and says, "Hey, season six is go 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 go," I'm like, "Well, what does a that mean?" A little worried because but you're out in the you're out in the wilderness with your with your new horde there. I'm not sure. I mean, and I don't know where that's going to go because yeah. that doesn't go anywhere in the books. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get any sort We're of inkling about yet. what that's happening. We're yeah, you get a yet. you get a uh, Victorian chapter, so you know what's happening back in Marine, but you don't yeah. really know what's happening with Danny. So yeah. there's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. The um, guy. I'm just thinking. Go back to season one when there was like one plot. I know, I know, exactly. <laughs> and I'm glad. And not, not also. Let's. let's I, I I literally play this game all the time of like, what would you change to make this all go right? There was somebody. There was mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a Reddit thread or somebody. It was it was somebody yeah. adorable who like only watched the first episode. But they were just like, I can't help but think that like if Bran's death hadn't happened, that and everyone's like Bran's death. <laughs> they were just like, if Bran's death hadn't happened, then all of the show would have been different. It all would have been okay. And of course, everyone's like despair. You know, just going against that. But I have that same feeling as I'm as I was reading the books. I was like, oh man, That's wow, it. really? If only if only Rhaegar hadn't kidnapped Lyanna. And I'm like, oh. No, 
no, wait, Eris uh, had like tortured Brandon yeah. and like the you know his burned, father burned before his father. that. I'm like, okay, well, what if he hadn't done that? Okay, yeah, but then you know this happened before, and it's like it. it there's no set that's, point where things would go right. You you just sparked something in my brain because me and my friend Paul have this thing where we just do not like Caitlyn Stark. We <gasps> think this is all her fault. What we think. And I don't mean to turn it into this type of gender conversation. It's not dumb woman thing, but it was like, what, a, what, a, just what a girl doing this <gasps> thing, acting irrationally, what? kidnapping Tyrion. This is. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying we have this conversation. And now you just made me think. Yeah, it would have all been effed up anyways. Everything would have been effed up. No, it's not her way. fault at all. No. Yeah. Everybody. Maybe she did everybody. With, yeah. Basically, if you're gonna take anything away from Song of Ice and Fire, from Game of Thrones. Everyone fucks up. You, yeah, everyone. You're right. Because Everybody. We go back. I uh, Going into season two and season three, I would say it's all Catelyn's fault. This is all no. her fault. If she had just calmed the F down. See, and I would have said it's all Ned's fault. I would have been like, if Ned There's some had truth just, to that too. Had There's just some truth left to that too. some stuff alone so when and had just not gone after it. When you're rewatching season one with your boyfriend who's never seen this, <laughs> and that scene, there's the scene where he's getting all pissy, Ned is, and he's like, with I'm out. little finger? Little finger. Yes. Like, I'm out of here. I know exactly the scene and, you're talking and about. And Baelish goes, and he's packing. I was yeah. watching it again every year, every March. I watch like, all the seasons. He's giving you an out. I'm like, Ned, go. Just Ned, go. Get go the hell. north. Grab get your, your daughters. daughters. Go. <laughs> Just yes. So you're right. That's what I was thinking in the books. Yeah, I, you're right. Yep. My apologies to you. Apologize all, to Catelyn Stark and all sir. the women in the world who uh, I, I apologize for that. That yes, thought process. Yes, you do. Yes, you um, do. That it was not Catelyn Stark's fault. It was Ned Stark's fault. Well, it's everyone's fault. It's everyone's fault. It's everyone's it's fault. It's George R. R. Martin's fault. It's George R. R. Martin's fault. But and and, and you talk what you also all this. We're talking about all of this. And all these plot lines. And Miranese. The Miranese not. Yeah. All this stuff. The Greyjoys. Dorn. All this stuff. Don't forget. Ain't none of this shit matter because the Night's King and his army of exactly. White Walkers and Whites are up there. Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, and that's why the one little thing that they changed there without doing the pink letter and not having John bring his army down and that being really the impetus for the mm-hmm. whole like for the watch thing. Because mm-hmm. in the book, and God, I, I'm really starting Say. to hate those three words. In the book. In the book. Fuck. Oh, God. No. Stop it. Um. <laughs> In the book, <laughs> but you have to Hardhold, say it. you do. Hardhold. John was not there for Hardhold. He yes. had not seen the White Walkers and the Knights King and everything firsthand. Right. In the show, he had, and not only had yeah. he ten thousand. Well, well, not ten thousand. Sorry, yeah. maybe like five hundred wildlings yeah. had seen the shit that went down right. at Hardhold. Right. Nothing else matters. In fact, remind me, in the books, they send the ships up there to get the wildlings. They, they do. Get, they get some of them. He, she, he uh, sends Val. Uh, the Val. And the, like a, the Val. Val, that's right. Val's Val is there. Val like an ambassador. Who's yeah. Mance's wife. And then the, what's the mother? The, what's her name? The, the mother oh, character. Oh, shoot. Uh, who's, supposed to, who's supposed to have led the, the, the... And they say, they write back, we don't know what happened, but something horrible happened here, basically. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. So I love that. We all love that we got to see it. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. Um, but but <laughs> it, it sped up. It didn't. No, I take that back. It didn't speed up. It introduced a sense of urgency and a sense of finality that the books don't have yet. Because in the books, you don't like. Yeah, you've seen a couple White Walkers. You've seen Cold Hand. You've seen like you know demon babies. You've mm-hmm, seen like mm-hmm. you know things happening. But you haven't really seen what the White Walkers and what the Whites can do yet. 
the way that you have in the show. And honestly, once you've seen that in the show, it kind of wipes out all of this petty bullshit that's happening. Which is bad, but also it's good. you're, You're absolutely right, because I think what we know more about the White Walkers in the books comes from history. Old Nan. Old Nan stories. Stories. Yeah. Probably are do more for us in terms of the history of Game of Thrones than anything else other than George writing himself. Um, but in the show, you're right. And I had a lot of people like, well, the rest of this doesn't matter. And it's like, yeah. well, you're right. But it's about figuring it all out to get on the same team. I think each story just thins the herd out enough to where it's going to be the final group of people fighting the White Walkers. Like the War of Ice and Fire. Right. I but think- you're right. It, it In the show, it speed things up. I don't think to a detriment because it, it's so damn cool when they've done it. Yeah, but and I'm glad they did it. I, I'm I'm not not glad they did they did it, but like it it it's kind of what they did for when Stannis came up to the north to begin with. Because the entire yeah. reason that Stannis was even there in the mm-hmm. north was because letters were sent out going, "Hey, the dead are freaking rising. Can you guys come and help a brother out?" <laughs> Which is why I was such <laughs> like, a Stannis fan because Stannis right. was the only one Stannis who said Stannis actually showed up. We got to go. I'm total which I'm totally down. Like Stannis was the one person who understood, "Hey, if I want to rule a realm, I better go freaking defend it from the knights yeah. of the undead." Yeah. And, um, and that's my war. Which so. I, I totally get. So now it's kind of like, and I mean, granted, John hasn't had a chance to send out any letters, but at the <laughs> same time, yeah, you know, freaking Ollie. But like, it's it's also it's just what else are you going to really send out at this point? Because you've right. already sent out that notice of, hey, the dead are rising, and everyone south is like, ah, eh, we got yeah. our own problems, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait till they get down here. It's we, fine. we got to strip seriously of her clothes. Totally. Um, shame. And I even Best think- cosplay of Comic-Con, <laughs> by the way. Yes. <laughs> couple people, one guy dressed as a sparrow and uh, with a book, <laughs> and another uh, woman behind him with a uh, septon outfit and a bell just going, Shame. shame. <laughs> I I do think um, even in the show you did hard home to me and I don't know what you feel is perhaps my favorite sequence on the on the show thus far thus far the mountain versus the viper battle was one battle of them. Blackwater is up there too battle Blackwater very much up there too but I think uh, if you had done the battle of Blackwater with their budget now it would have been better uh, um, um, the 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 season four battle at the wall amazing. Uh, we watched mm-hmm. that episode. That was the Watchers a great on the episode. Wall is a great episode. Yes. But this, the sequence of Hard Home, um, for me, is my favorite simply because uh, I didn't see it coming. Even though I, mm. they were up at Hard Home, and I and I knew watching from the trailers that we were going to at some point see like a white hand come through a fence. Yeah. So you knew that. But when the dog started barking, I got chills because I went, "Oh crap!" Yeah, the I whole episode is you just this. going, "Oh crap." And it played out so well and was so well. But but all that said, I still think when they return, it's underplayed that if you had just dealt with that, Jon Snow should have come back or would have come back and said, everyone stop. This just happened. I don't – Alistair, I know I'm supposed to hate you. I don't care anymore. We've got problems. Right. And I feel they didn't do that. It was like they were like, well, we got some of the wildlings back. What happened? Don't worry about it. They're back. Exactly. It was underplayed to me, and that was the the problem when you do something that was not in the books. Exactly. Try to carry on the rest of the book plot. Yes. I feel like they jumped – as much as I loved Hardhome, and I I really, really did, and I'm really happy we saw it. I'm really happy they did it. 
but I felt like it jumped a little too far forward. Way much, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. once you see that happening, yeah. nothing else matters. It was like in season four when you see what we now know to be the Night's King or a Night's King uh, take the baby. Mm. Uh, Wasn't uh, that the one that uh, John killed? Um, I thought that was the the same one. Well, it wasn't the Knights King. It was the one. I thought it was the one who came after John and had the sword fight with him and actually got. We talk about the one who uh, took the baby. Yes, I'm talking about that when he hands it, he puts it down on the idol. I haven't seen the episode in a long time. I thought I yeah. recognized the one that John actually slayed you might with be the ro- Valerian steel. Yeah. I could totally be you, wrong. That might be the one that I haven't. Marches. I haven't rewatched that with my you're, boyfriend you're, yet. You're we're, we're, not you we're not there. We're not there yet. You two need to stop whatever else you're doing. We're getting get there. In, I'm get sorry. In, all right? um, you, what you're talking about is the guy, the, the white, the White Walker, who marches the baby up. But he, once he goes to the lands of Always Winter, uh, it is the thirteen shadow, the thirteen figures, and then oh. the Night's King comes forward. Okay. So that's the one that rises the dead in yes, front of Jon Snow. Yes, the one with the crown yeah. ice thing what coming we, out of his What head. I call the Night's King, but some people are saying maybe even in the show that it's a Night's King, that it's a title passed on, oh. uh, which disappoints me a little bit, um, if that's true. But well, there also could be, uh, isn't there that whole theory about him being ultimately a, uh, a one of the Night's Watch? And a star. Uh, originally? Yeah, and, and a believed star. Believed to be a star. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There is that whole, that and I, whole theory. And I subscribe to that theory. But, I like um, it, because sure, why not? But when you do that in season four and you show that glimpse of it again it was a moment of well then the rest of this doesn't matter what's going on up there take us back up there like there's freaking undead rising guys yeah, and, what is and they're, happening they're turning babies into zombies and all this stuff like get us back up we've there. seen enough of the walking dead we know this is a problem <laughs> yeah. so it is it is amazing you can't just trust to the cdc let's just right. let's do something about it it's 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 amazing to me that the show still get, does this and even hey look even the beginning what made me love this series is those the, the white walker you know Taking the, the the head off and everything in the first episode in the first ten seconds, the first that opening scene got me hooked. And even Where it's then, the little girl and yeah, coming back a lot. Yeah, get out of here. That's freaky. Uh, I can't watch that scene alone. Sometimes it's great. Um, um, but, <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, this is very human nature. If it's not directly affecting you, right, you're not going to care about it. Right. So people in the southern lands don't give a shit what's happening <laughs> north of the wall because they don't see it as affecting them. And I guess so. I, I get it. If I think of it in those terms, maybe I wrap my head around it a little bit. However, you, yeah. that does not excuse what happened at the wall. That does not excuse the no, for the watch no, moment no, because no, no, John no. could be like, um, guys, uh, what yeah. the heck? At that point, who cares if the wildlings are there? We're gonna we're gonna get wiped out by this army yeah. yeah you're right and that that's where i had the the, the fallout of hard home was that's great. where the issue came from like the yes. southern people i can kind of get it they've got yeah. their own issues they don't really care yeah, absolutely it's, it's absolutely. a two you know, so it's a week's march to the to the wall they don't care yeah um but the people at the wall pretty freaking better well should care. be care should, yeah they're, they're they're hung up on snow and and that, hey maybe that's their downfall maybe again that's the example of their human nature coming back to bite them in the ass but it'll be interesting to see what happens in terms of the show so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens if john does actually come back as an undead okay so yeah, is he yeah. gonna be evil john is he yeah. gonna be a new knight's king is he gonna be still fighting on the side of the knight's watch that's, is he I'm, does he wipe I'm, everyone out like i, I don't know what's gonna happen with Ghost. I want. Where the hell yeah. was Ghost? Like, yeah, locked up. But we presume. We don't know. They spend so much on the other things that CGI for Ghost. Uh, sometimes oh, Ghost. Keeps where ghost was up. Ghost? And we are we going to see Nymeria ever? Because in the oh, books, in the books, Nymeria keeps working a little bit. Yeah, and and in the books, Nymeria is leading a pack of wolves, yep. and it is supposed to factor in into the books. 
I hope so because it'd be cool. I read I read a little bit and that that, that, that oh it's there for a reason. Oh, okay. So Good. so I love it. I want Nymeria back. And let's not forget as we wrap up here and, the, and this has been spectacular. I think I think you and I could go. Are on we for into hours the three hour it. mark yet? Yeah, this is the first six hour podcast ever. <laughs> um, we have not. We have can't forget though. A lot of people have about Rickon. I was going to ask that. Where is Rickon? Rickon and, Rick and, and Hodor. Uh, uh, well, Hodor's up at the... Hodor's up with Hodor Paste. Brent. We're talking about with, Osha. Uh, Osha. 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 Uh, Tonks. Yeah. Can we just call her Tonks? Tonks. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, she, uh, Ellie from uh, uh, About a Boy. Um, they're, they're out and about, and Davos is supposed to go find them. Davos is supposed to go look. Remember in the books, that's why he goes to White Harbor. He's up there, and they fake his death and all that stuff because he's supposed to find Rickon. He's supposed to be looking for him, and they believe he's on the island of Skagos. Uh, he might be out there with the seals. He might be at the last hearth the, with the umbers. We don't know. So I, I absolutely – and that kid, the actor, by the way, is like 40 now. That's uh, the thing. I'm like, what's the timeline for Game yeah. of Thrones now? Like, I mean, is it's he going to come back, place. and he's going to be like – 20 year old like gilly's baby is still two months old but brands yeah. brands 50 but brands, <laughs> like, but brands had sex with 50 women like yeah, exactly. we don't even know like, yeah, just, yeah. Well, those, how does that work does hodor children, have to get involved know. does hordor have those to get children involved? of the forest man they can hodor, go for hours hodor, hodor, hodor. oh that no god no god oh god no stop oh no hey hordor i got i got a warg into you for something don't worry about oh, it Lord. um we went there. Um, oh, but Rickon is the last thing. Will, traumatized. Will we see Rickon in season six? Because what do you do with Davos? He's at the wall now. Melisandre's there. Yeah. You, you can tie him up a little bit there, but I think you got to do something with that character. And you got to get Are him. Are they just going to assume Rickon. the audience forgets about Rickon? Like, Maybe. They, they haven't mentioned him once. They might forget about Rickon, but they're not going to forget about Shaggy Dog. You can't forget Shaggy Dog. Oh, Shaggy questions, Dog. Questions, questions, questions. We've uh, we've gone for about an hour and a half here talking about season six. Is there anything you get left on your little notepad that you no, want to bring up here in the last? No, we kind of got through all did we of do my good little there? notepad. I'm pretty excited about what did, we did actually. This worked out very well. I think we did pretty well. A little red breast twelve. And a little Huzzah. notepad, and we we <laughs> and two laptops did it. and a, two laptops, some an maps. iPad, some maps. Oh, which, by the way, so uh, Asha Greyjoy uh, ends up. Um, um, she is up with uh, Tycho, uh, Ty- Tycho or Tycho Nestorius. Who's I said from Tycho. Tycho, said- I say Tycho too. Okay. Nestorius from uh, who is from the Iron Megan Bravos, and yes. they're out looking for Stannis. So she's up there. She is up there um, okay. with uh, Theon Greyjoy and uh, Jane Poole. You also, by the way, quick, quick, tiny yeah. little thing. Uh, Marjorie could be pregnant in the show. Ooh, yeah. She, I mean, Tommen is nine years old in the books, but yeah. in the show, they've You're made right. quite a point about them getting it on. So we haven't even got to the Tyrells. No, we haven't. Well, I mean, do we really care? Or Kevin? Yeah, Kevin but I mean, uh, yeah, but it, I, I don't think you can really yeah, speculate too much on those. I, I know, I know. Natalie Dormer said some stuff about what's coming up for Marjorie in, in season six, and how you know my grandmother's not going to be around for me, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so it's going to factor in, but yeah, it seems so in, insignificant at this point to me. It does. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't think any of those are major plot points yeah. that you really kind of have to get into. Those aren't, those aren't important. Yeah, as well. get, they're you, just going to kind of you know twine into everything yeah, else. Cersei's going to be the dumb. Exactly. I was much King's more Landing. interested in what's going to happen in, yeah. to Cersei. And, yeah. and Robert Strong and Kyburn, who was so great on the show. Oh, he's great. So Such amazing. good casting. So well done. Good. So good. Uh, yeah. just go, going back to season four, uh, the process will change him. 
Um, I love some of that stuff. So uh, there's so much more to talk about. This is why uh, we love doing The Night is Dark. Uh, uh, if you didn't catch us during the season reviewing uh, live on uh, live stream and later on on iTunes and YouTube with Maud Garrett and Tiffany Smith, we'll do it again this year. And, of course, Michelle will be there as uh, our, uh, our analyst uh, with her little notepad of notes. Um, <laughs> uh, there's so much to talk about. I'm looking forward to season six. Season five at times was spectacular. At times it was disappointing. At times it was confusing. But it's still better than anything else on TV to me, especially second season of True Detective. Meow, but meow, um, meow, 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 uh, that meow, is that, meow. Michelle. Thank you so much for coming by. It was my pleasure. After a day of wine <laughs> to come and <laughs> well, get some whiskey. Well, you offered me whiskey. <laughs> what, now, I, let's, wait, time out. Time out. I want to correct that. I said, oh, you got your coconut water. And you went, I'm going to need alcohol. <laughs> I did offer you some of my fine red breast 12, but uh, with good reason, because you, you uh, definitely deserve it with your Game of Thrones knowledge. Thank you kindly. And I appreciate it so much. Uh, please tell my wonderful listeners on the Napsack Files podcast feed where they can find you and follow you. Uh, Michelle Boyd pretty much everywhere. It's Michelle with one L. So M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-O-Y-D on Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. YouTube, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. And all all that, of those things. And all that good stuff. It was, uh, it was great running to, into you and seeing you at Comic-Con as well. We yes. got to experience that panel together. I did. I, can uh, you really call it an experience? It, was, just, it was an experience. It was something. You and it, I, it happened. What I love is you and I are texting before the panel like, oh, we're going to get some casting notices. Yeah. Young Griff. No. Hey, God. It was Nothing. fun to see the audition video. Sure. That was kind of fun. Sure. I, and, you know, just speaking as an actor, I, I will watch hours of those happily because I want to see what happens in the room. Yeah. So it was really nice to see, you know, Natalie Dormer taking it on and Gwendolyn yeah. Christie taking it on and, yeah. you know, what they actually did in the room versus what happened what on did. set. And the panel was good. Connell Hill was great. I think I thought one of my favorite moments was Gwendolyn Christie kind of saying, look, Game of Thrones is the show is sparked some controversy and all that kind of stuff uh, with, with justified reasonings over the last couple of years. But I like that she said, hey, my, the relationship with, with, with Brienne and Jamie, which is a non-sexual relationship at this point, it's two strong characters and it's a strong feeling female character and allowing that character to grow in a non-sexualized man. I thought that was a very important comment from Gwendolyn Christie. I have a I, huge girl crush on yeah, her. Absolutely. I mean, I just, I love her. She's spectacular. I'm, she really is just, in every sense of the word. Yeah, and, and despite her uh, character's name of Captain Phasma, this point, one of my least favorite names in the Star Wars universe, I cannot wait for that character. Can't, can't wait, wait at all. And I mean, it's, it's always fun, fun for me to see how has Maisie Williams come across as more mature than Sophie Turner? How does that happen? <laughs> It's very true. Very true. I'm not sure how that happens, but very true. Uh, sorry to say, guys. But and, uh, and, you know, not that I fault Sophie. She just seems like a normal teenager. But uh, every time I hear Maisie speak, I'm like, yeah, she, you're they, my new queen. They I'm are, fine. They are very much of their characters, including uh, Hannah Murray. They really are. Who, who is Gilly. I rode down the elevator in the hotel. That's how I knew we were in the hotel with the Game of Thrones cast. As she walked in, and she is Gilly. She wouldn't look up at anyone. She just, and not like arrogance or anything, just kind of like, oh, and she had her hair down in front of her. It was like, and then on the panel. She said one word yeah. on the panel. I'm like, she didn't say much. She is Gilly. She is Gilly. They all are all who they are. Yes. Uh, I had an audition today where uh, you could tell they were going for more of a ditzy blonde, and I'm just like, 
God, you. There's only so much I can do, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's only so much I'm I can like, do. I'm like, I would love to do more. I wish I could say I'm that good of an actress. I'm just not. Just not. You are. You are. Um, hey, thanks again. Uh, we could probably talk about Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, and anything else for a long time, but we're going to cut it short tonight. Cut it short. At cut an it hour short. An hour and a half. At an hour and a half. <laughs> Thank um, you for listening. <laughs> uh, that's right. This is The Night is Dark on the Napsack Files podcast feed. You can, of course, subscribe to my feed. It's on Stitcher, Potomatic, and iTunes. Rate and review if you're on there as well. Uh, as I... Uh, if you're listening to this by now, you know I'm no longer on Jedi Alliance, the podcast uh, Star Wars on the Popcorn Talk Network, but you can always uh, listen to my show Spotlight Star Wars on this very network. Um, and we also have Alicia Malone's Film School. I'm Woo-hoo! always up with uh, Alex Welsh. And the Knapsack Files, the regular old classic interviews I do. I do hope to get Michelle Boyd for that. Yeah, Dive into uh, Life, the Universe, and everything uh, with Michelle. Uh, so until next time, uh, the night is dark and full of terrors and casting rumors. We'll see you next time. Thank you.